Marvel DC, Marvel DC, Marvel DC, Marvel, Marvel, Marvel. The Geek Chat Point Five. Hey, 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 everybody! Hello. And welcome to the Geek Chat Point, Point Five. Five. With your host, me, Desmond, and me, Rich. <laughs> I love how it's like we're, we're in the first person now. So thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, this is our Point Five show. Comes to you every Thursday. Um, we'll be posting it sometime Thursday, uh, Thursday afternoon. They um, know this. They're listening to it. Well, I'm just saying, it's in the future. Like they'll know that this is always going to be here on Thursday. In the future. In the future. We can the see afternoon. the future. Well, we can sort of project because I know we're going to be doing this, and I'm going to be posting it on uh, Thursday. You're so like Princess Projector. I try, although I'm not a snake or whatever. Sensor girl. I know. Well, Why did they change her into a snake? I don't know. But anyway, thank you so much for tuning <laughs> in. Um, again, it'll be here every Thursday. Um, and you can uh, stream it on SoundCloud, uh, The Geek Chat. Search The Geek Chat on SoundCloud. Or you can um, get it from Stitcher, uh, searching The Geek Chat uh, if you're not part of the iHive. Or you can go to iTunes and you can download it, searching The Geek Chat. Always look for The. Always look for The. You can also join us, uh, join the conversation at The Geek Chat the. Facebook group. Yes. Um, and because a lot of things that we do in the point five is talk about what you talk about on Facebook, what people. What you talking about, Facebook? Alrighty, so thank you so much for that. Uh, coming back. So, Rich, what are people talking about on Facebook? So, people are talking about DCU Initiative. And what is the DCU Initiative, Rich? DCU. You, meaning Y-O-U, not you as in Prince U. DCU was DC's way of letting everyone know that there's a book in our line for you. Screw continuity. Screw anything you've known before. We're just going to write books we hope you like. I thought it was like you as in we don't care about you. DCU. You. Oh, we don't care about you. No, Old timers. I, I don't know. I I don't know. I, I uh, it it they are kind of throwing stuff up against the wall just to see what sticks are they, they do they really do i mean daddyo even kind of admitted it in his weird daddyo did didio i don't call him daddyo no 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 <laughs> that is so i'm not going to say what i say so dan didio did an interview uh, along with jim lee because a certain site out there that shall remain rumorless uh -huh, bleeding cool they said about how higher up said no more batgirling they got to get back to the basics. Meat and potatoes. Meat and potatoes. So, Ugh. and I got to say. I like the no more bat girling. I, as a retailer, hate what DC has done to my bottom line. And what have they done to your bottom line? Oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. Our sales are down so hard on DC products. Uh, you know, I've had two people drop Batman in the last couple of days. Just, just, oh, I'm not enjoying the book. I would like to drop it. Which Batman? The Batman. The Snyder Batman. The Snyder Batman. Oh, wow. And that's, and that's one that everyone loves. Yes. Well, no one's really loving it. I mean, you do have some people out there that are enjoying the difference. And I got to say, I give DC a lot of credit for trying something new. But the problem is, you can try doing something new and not going so extreme that the main core is unrecognizable. And this is what they did with Superman? And Batman. 
and Wonder Woman and Green Lantern. And well, all they're doing for Flash is rehashing what the TV show's doing. I mean, okay. So I can understand what you're going what you what, what you're saying. And I can understand uh saying no more Batgirling because Batgirl resonated with with folks and people are really enjoying that book even though um from what i understand the sales have been dropping sales have been dropping but the people have been saying that the digital market is where batgirl is shining so they will not let us see no i want some you know what marvel and dc both do this stuff they're like well it sells really good online digitally well let's have some transparency we know what you sell monthly because diamond releases it see folks when something you hear sells out what that means is it sells out at diamond, meaning let's just say, let's use small numbers. So say they print 100 copies of uh, Super X-Man. Uh, I have to make up a title. Actually, I don't. Say they just sell 100 copies of X-Men. Marvel gives that to Diamond. Diamond then sells that to the distributors. So 100 copies are out there. That does not necessarily mean that it's sold out from the retailer level. So every time you see these second printings, because we sold out at Diamond, what they do is they take their numbers from, the, the, from all the retailers when we do our numbers, our ordering, and they will print X amount of copies with a little, little overage, and that's to allow for damages or shortages. That is the initial printing. So even though Batgirl sells, I, I posted the numbers on our Geek Chat, um, the page, that doesn't mean that retailers have sold out. And that also doesn't mean that the sales are there. That just means that Diamond has sold X amount of copies to us retailers. What they're not telling Marvel and DC are not sharing their digital numbers. I don't know why. I think you would want to be proud of how many people download. So here... DC is saying, okay, our digital numbers are really strong on this book, so you know we're not going to take it as a case of you know it's not doing well. I'm giving it another six issues, or however long the arc is going to be, because this will be its year, its first year. You got to give it 12 issues, and since it hasn't yet been 12 issues, you really can't say whether it's been a success or a flop, because when it first started, people were really curious. So those first six issues, people are going to give to see if they like the book. Why are you looking funny? No, just like that's interesting that that you would take like I know some people who are dropping it after three issues, and I didn't realize that it had only been a, a it hadn't been a year yet. It seemed like it's been it seems like she has changed. Like it seemed like it's been years. So the first arc you got it started at like thirty seven or something. I don't remember what, when it started out as. Um, it hasn't been. It hasn't been yet. So I'm going to be interested to see where those numbers lie then. Now, there's other books in there, you know, that are much lower. A lot of these new DCU books aren't getting the numbers DC wanted. Which books? A lot of them. Most of them, actually. Because um, I, I feel like, like Omega Men probably isn't selling like nope. it should. And, um, Which has been fabulous. I'm looking forward like to Lobo that coming out. Lobo is, I don't, the numbers on Lobo are so bad. And I don't, you know, it used to be if a book sold, I think it was 12,000 or less, that would be in its cancellation mark. That, that used to be. I know years ago, uh, retailers would look. And when a book hit a certain level, that would be the end. Um, not anymore. I, I, I don't know how they base their sales 
or how they decide whether a book is going to get canceled. But like I said in the main um, in the main geek chat tonight, DC has already said these DCU books are going to go twelve issues. They've already said they're going to commit it to twelve issues. Now, how bad is bad going to be? Are they going to lose money on a book just to say, hey, it's we, we told 12 issues? Well, I know a while ago, and I'm paraphrasing, I know that, um, what's the, oh God, the guy from uh, Marvel with the hat. Alex Alonzo? No, the hat, the chubby guy who's kind of Oh, the mean to, guy. Kind of snarky to his fr- fans. Oh, Ooh. I forgot his name. Uh, God, I forgot his name too. But anyway, <laughs> he, he came out and uh, Tom Bivrut, sorry. Tom Bivrut. He's one that said that sometimes these books that are that are three ninety nine carry the weight of the books that are two ninety nine or something like that, and so it's like yes. So I can I guess that's probably why they're able to allow allow for these two ninety nine books to go for a little while longer because those Batman's and the Superman's and the Wonder Woman's and the people and the books that are three ninety nine could be could be offsetting some of those costs. Not a lot though. So but you know what's funny is it wasn't until Wonder Woman was relaunched with the new costume, the new writing team, that it became three ninety nine. That was a two ninety nine book up until a couple issues ago. I know, ago. so sad. And people have dropped that book. I'm curious to see how much that book has dropped since they gave her the new costume, since they gave the new direction. Since they upped the price. So, since they upped the price. So maybe we'll be taking a look at that, and I'll post some of that too. Actually, you that, can, would be, that would be a good idea to actually look at, to actually have a, have a couple of, um, have a little bit of time to sit down and actually look at what the uh, sales figures on some of these books are and actually give a range. I think our listeners would actually really, really appreciate that. Go into the Geek Chat Facebook group and let us know. Would you like for us to talk about the numbers of some of these books? That way it's not this nebulous thing of like, oh, I hear it sells well. You can actually say like, no, it's actually selling pretty bad. You See, know? and the other thing is with that, it gives us it's, it's proof. It's not just me not liking something saying it needs to fail. There's actual evidence behind these numbers that show whether they should be if it's making money for the company or if it should be canceled. Yeah. You know, and I know that there's always going to be uh, one or two people or whoever many people that like a book. You know, it's just that's just kind of how it goes. So the thing is, if you like a book like I have, I have customers that love Black Canary's New Direction and they're introducing more people into it. And it's always good if you can get friends to buy what you like, because it's going to show. Remember, sales equals book staying on the shelf. If a book doesn't sell, it's not making money for them. They're gonna they're gonna axe that quick. I know that and I know DC when they were I don't know, I don't know, I know when Clarion came out and a couple other books came Ooh. out. They were just throwing all kinds of stuff up against the wall to see if it would work. None of those books lasted more than five issues. Remember sort of what was it called? The one with Amethyst. Yeah sort of Great Amethyst. concept. No, sort of Amethyst. Didn't work. And I don't know why. I actually like that book too. Three ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, that was because because it had a backup story. It had a backup story. Yeah, and that that's what they were what they were doing with it. They were giving people backup stories and stuff, and they're not doing that anymore, are they? Nope. Which is annoying because I know that because I was like, okay, Wonder Woman is three ninety nine now. Mm, I'll pick it up, and then there was no backstory, and I was like, what? So here's the thing: I will I can defend the three ninety nine price if the quality is there, and you're not just upping it because it's one of the big seven. Mm, okay, you know, like I, JLA is more than a regular comic. It's got more pages. But what about Grayson then? Because like I like Grayson, but did that go up? Yeah. It went up to three ninety nine. Because he's basically they know so they know they can get their money because he's selling. So as much as if people miss Nightwing and all this, 
Grayson's new direction mm. is slowly selling for them. I mean, it's it's some who writes it. I can't remember. He found what works with that character and the fact they got an amazing artist on it, too. Yes. It Michael Jannon is an amazing artist. It is a it is a quality book. So and again, when it I, I remember, you know, when the when the three ninety nine went up and I was like, OK, you know, I'm going to pick this up because it's I like quality. it. And I, it's quality book and I like it. When they when when the um Wonder Woman raised up, I got for three ninety nine. I got one issue, and I was just like, I just can't do it. I can't justify. It. I can't justify paying for this. You know, I just can't. And then and I know the Marvel books are getting ready to go up. I know they're number one. Some of them are going to be four ninety nine and whatnot. And I don't know. Like I'm really, it's really going to be rough. It's really going to be rough. The one thing though is the price difference between Wonder Woman and some of these new number ones is you're going to get more pages. Like uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about on the Geek Chat tonight, one of my picks for this week was this week's or last week's issue of Shield, and it was a five ninety nine book, but you got two twenty page stories and backup, so you got a lot that for that a lot, price. Actually. That's a lot. That broke down when I figured out the math to be cheaper than a regular comic, and the second story was amazing. Wait, wait, wait! You did math? I did. I got to do math. It's my business. Um, it's stuff like that, that that you really gotta look at. If they're just putting that that price on, that they think they can sell it for that, and really that's what DC did with a lot of these. When the DCU initiative started, Woman. they raised a bunch of prices. They really did. So the DCU initiative, where they're trying the more loosey goosey kind of storytelling, didn't work for a lot of people either, because when you try to change character. Because you see what another company is doing, and that company is doing well. Like, I got to be honest. I really think DC looked at Marvel and the way Marvel is get putting their books out. The fact that they've got the mainstream, the big Avengers with big, you know, big name artists mm -hmm. on it. And then they release something like Squirrel Girl. And Squirrel Girl sells because it has a following with quirky art. They're like, oh, we can do this. The problem is Squirrel mm. Girl was kind of an established character, but with no real fleshed out backstory. So you could tell the story of, you know, Squirrel Girl going to college because that didn't contradict anything that came before. Whereas when you take a character with an established history and you're like, let's try to do that, a lot of times it's not going to work. I think it would be kind of hard to see Black Canary going to college. Well, it's, it's kind of hard to see her as a rock star, too. But, you know, hey. People are liking it. People are liking it. But I will say for every person that really likes it, there's two or three people that don't and that has dropped it. So DC really has to look at, at, at what is going to work. But they also have to stick to their roots. Like DC is known for its rich history, its legacy characters. And it's like they're they're denying who they are. It's like they're in the closet and refuse to come out. They're just denying who they are. Uh, and I think it just is, I don't know. It just I just don't feel like they're, they're respecting it enough, you know. Oh no, the respect is gone. You know, for the, for the past and all the work you know Jeff Johns did to kind of reconcile a lot of that stuff. Ugh, I threw away. Yeah, I'd have been a, I'd have been I would have been a bit upset of that about that as well. So. All we know, all we need to know now is that, you know, DCU is there. Um, Do you think it's too late? It's for DC. Do you think it's too late to savage 
salvage their brand? Do you think it's too late for them to become oh, number two? No, it's never too late. It's never too late. It's just how long do you think it's going to take? So, they're just so committed to. They're just so committed to this that they don't. At this point, some of the things they're trying to save face now. Like I don't know. I really don't know. Um, could they? I just don't know if there's anything to to salvage, or even if they want to salvage anything. You know, I think I think the Kool Aid at DC is so strong that they just have to just kind of plot this course and stick it out. Do you think having the old? Do you think going back to the old ways would help or hurt them? I think it would help them if they brought back the histories. Yeah. Now, why can't we tell? See, the the thing is, you got to find a writer with a vision to take what has come and build. They did that. They had that. That was Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns did so But he can't much. write 52 issues of... I mean, he can't write 50 different titles. No, but but he could sit down and actually say, you know, this is... See, I think the reason why Marvel's Secret Wars worked in the way that it did was they had a writing room. From what I understand, they had a writing room. They had one person basically pitched an idea, Hickman, and then said, let's do this. And the writers were like, that sounds really good. And the editor said, that's really good. And they plotted it out. DC doesn't do that. Nope. And, and I think if DC was to sit down and actually say, we have like, get a stable of writers and say like, okay, we want to, the, the object of this, the object of this exercise is to, is to reconcile our, you know, 70 years of history or whatever, you know, however long years of history and then reconcile it, reconcile it into a, into a one cohesive story that, that pays, that pays respect to all of all of the stuff that has come before. You know, there's no reason why you can't have uh, an Earth One, an Earth Two, Earth Three. There's no reason why you can't have that. There's no reason why they needed to reinvent the wheel. Right. There wasn't. There, there, there really wasn't. That's why I was just like this whole the whole Flashpoint thing and the fi- New Fifty Two and then this Convergence thing. It's they're all band aids. You know. Why are they so scared of what has come before? Well, was there so much an, of an outcry from from the fans saying we don't like this or the continuity is too uh, convoluted for us? I don't think so. I don't either. So, so I don't know. I'm going to point this question to you now. So you say get a good stable of writers together. And I don't want to offend anyone here because I'm not saying if you're older, you can't write. But do you think some of their choices in writers has been smart where Marvel is really getting these new this new talent these new writers you know you've got Hickman who has been with Marvel for a while um, you've got Colin Bunn who now is doing a lot of DC stuff he's doing both yeah do you Freelancer. think the the ideas of the writers that are coming out of DC right now do you think those need to be a little no, updated and fresh nothing nothing bad about the writers but I just think the writers were the, were the ones that were willing to pay, play ball with what DC editorial so some of these I mean I know a lot of my customers uh, don't think very highly of Scott Lobdell and he was put or on Fabian Nizenza or Anne Nichetti or and all, all these all these older they're from 90s the 90s writers and it's like we don't live there anymore no we don't you know there's I just think if Marvel, sorry, if DC was able to just not be fearful of um, of just get letting people have the reins of some of their properties, they within would get. Con- they need to be within 
yes, let the reins, but they need to have some, what is the word I'm looking for? Structure? Cohesion. Like a structure, a cohesion, a system that will allow them to both both respect the continuity and evolve it. Yeah. I you think know? that's what's needed. That's why that's why for me it was such a slap in the face for what they did to Barbara. Because there you had a character that was able to, you know, go from a girl to a woman, have an accident, overcome that accident, and then become even Not even an forth. accident, a tragedy. A tragedy thing, a tragedy. That and broke then, her. Yeah, and then and then for her to come back and then just kinda wipe that away because she needed to walk again for some reason. I don't understand, you know, or, 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 or even if the, or even if the decision to allow her to walk again was passed down, just explain it, you know, let this be a part of it. Like I wanted to see her rehab. I wanted to see her talk to cyborg. You know, we as fans were gypped in that, in that, you know, let us see what's going on. You know, you, you, you let us, you let us see her get shot. You let her see us, you know, become Oracle. Why can't you let us see you rehabil- rehabilitate? I would have loved that story. Yeah. I remember going through and when Oracle was introduced into the Suicide Squad and the growth that the character had over all these years. Yeah. I just feel was thrown, just and, tossed away. And seeing all the people from the JSA and then into Infinity Inc. and all this stuff. I mean, the, that that is what made DC so so enjoyable to read was everything was interconnected and i feel that they got fearful of that interconnectivity and they just said throw it all out and now there's no connectivity and and, i think what even kills me is 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 what jeff johns did for power girl you know he he gave her a continuity that respected everything that came before Mm -hmm. and now it's gone it's just I, it just seems it just seemed unnecessarily heavy-handed of them to do that. Yep. But enough harping. Um, I got to tell you something that pissed me off this week. Sure, and then we'll move on. I got to tell you, Marvel okay. really pissed me off. So we talk a lot about how great Secret Wars is, and I am loving the event. The event as a whole seemed together. It was only supposed to be a summer event, and then... You know, retailers were told we're going to have a brand new, everything's going to be all new, all different, and it's going to be eight months later, and it's all going to start in October. And then Marvel goes and pulls this fucking shit on us, and I'm sorry to swear, but I'm pissed off. We're going to make Secret Wars now go till December. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. No. So what they did, here's the thing. I don't think you realize what they did. I don't don't realize They took, because seven... And eight, we're going to be double-sized issues. They took material out of seven and out of eight and made issue nine. This is bullshit. This is, this is why people don't like events. Marvel is pulling some bullshit. You could have had a very nice, tight, and it's well done event. This is why people hate events. When you pull shit like this, you piss off readers and you piss off the fucking retailers. I'm pissed about it. I'm enjoying the story, but I don't want it till December. October is supposed to be the new number ones. And even though Marvel's like, ooh, there's an eight-month gap, no, fuck you. I'm pissed. That said, you know I'm going to read it. You know, wow, that was like like Nikki and Miley all over again. Yes, and I'm Nikki (laughs) and fucking they're Miley. Pretty much. Pretty much. That's how it is. You're calling them out and they're not. Yeah, I think it was And you want to know what? Marvel don't give a fuck because I'll tell you what. I'm still going to be ordering High on Secret Wars because people still love it. I'm just annoyed. I'm annoyed. 
Because it's like, we have to... December? Really? And you know what? This is supposed really? to be done. I'm pretty sure Hickman said it's done. Now, does this mean you're rewriting the ending? Because that's what I'm thinking now. I'm thinking, oh, let's change our mind. Because I truly believe to this day, the end of World War Hulk was rewritten. I will stick to that Ooh. forever. I Ooh. believe Marvel rewrites their endings. Of course they do. And I think someone... Of course they do. I think someone <laughs> up the pole didn't like the way this was ending. And I think Ike... Whatever his name is that doesn't like the Fantastic Four, I think they're doing something because we don't see any of the family when this is done. You mean like Ike and Tina? No, whoever the head guy is that. <laughs> well, no, because no, we see we see Ben Grimm. And no, we see the family. We don't see Reed. I thought we saw Sue. Johnny. That's Reed, Sue, and the kids are gone. I thought Johnny was. Johnny is is with uh, Medusa. Well, of course they're gone. He's he's still fighting Doom somewhere uh, or something. Yes, I'm just I'm furious that, that they denounced this. It's they're like, well, retailers are gonna love this. No, retailers don't love this. And I'm one retailer that will come out and tell you, I love the event, but I'm pissed at this decision. Are you, okay, so and, and and you're pissed because they're they have extended it, or they're pissed because they're they're waking you wait because it's a financial burden or a little of both. Because okay. this has been, why are the delays here? I'm sorry, a writer, you're a writer. But you gonna, know that writers and artists. But but there's delay because there's just so much more story no, to tell. No, there's no more story to tell. Uh, ultimate end between the last issue and the last the issue is three and a half months. <laughs> That's <laughs> that, too much. That is kind of crazy amount of time. You know, and then you're just having people kind of wait and to see what's going on. Yeah. That is a bit excessive. I told customers for the last month that it was going to be a bit excessive. the ninth, the ninth. Oh my God. The next issue. I'm so excited. Remember we talked about it. It was supposed to be the second. It was supposed to be this <laughs> yep. Wednesday. We were supposed to be getting number six. Now it's the 23rd. It was pushed from the second to the ninth to the 23rd. So the 23rd of this month, right? of this month okay. of September, we're going to get issue six. You sure about that? No. <laughs> Well, here's hoping that way we can review it. All right. So, so the last thing we wanted to talk about is is these people that are just putting out these fantastic trailers. Stop for, it for uh for things that are not going to be TV you or fooled anything. us and we're mad. So the first thing was Super Turbo Atomic Ninja Rabbit. Awesome. It was like a homage to uh, Thundercats because Silverhawks. The, like the opening was kind of reminiscent of that, but oh. the animation was fantastic, and it just. I really, really, really wanted. He to, did. He fell for it. I was like, this, this fall, please, this fall. Oh, so was, uh, you, 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 you can go to YouTube, check it out. You can come to the Facebook group, check it out. We posted about it. Super Turbo, Super Turbo Atomic Ninja Rabbit. Cool intro song too. Beautiful intro song. It makes me nostalgic for uh, uh, for uh, '80s cartoons. So we sat in the store uh, on Saturday. It was. Uh, Des and I and our friend Wes, and we sat and we watched intros to 80s cartoons. Like, we just kept watching the customers all these. were loving it. Yeah, it was crazy because it, it was a fun time. And this cartoon, and what was the other one you showed us about the horses? This weird horse thing. Something about stallions. Oh, it was crazy. Super stallions or, I don't know, all these animated uh, features that are fake. And then there's one more that we both love. Which, which... Seriously, whoever has got money needs to make this into a TV series. It's called Raising Dion, and it was a pro. It was a promo uh, for a comic book that is coming on about a uh, a widowed mother, single, uh, mother. single mother raising her son, African American son, 
Uh, she's African American too, by the way. Uh, and they're raising her son, and she he has power, superpowers, and they they did a live action uh, promo trailer for this comic book, and I swear to you, it made me want to throw money at, at the screen. Yep. I want to see this as a an actual TV show. It was, I mean, it kind of made me think if. Um, if uh, Diane Carroll from um, what was the show she was she, she did Diane Carroll she was she had her own you know I show. don't know actors and actresses but you probably watched it when, when she was the, when, when she was the um, what's her character's name I can't remember it, the show was named after her but anyway she she was like a single mother and she and she raised the son and uh, she was a nurse but anyway it kind of reminded me of that but with superpowers and I just was like I want to see this like, when it was done I was like oh my god I want that and he's like I want it now yes I want to see that like it, it could be it could be on Netflix I, they could have put it on they could put it on NBC they, no they could have put it on Siffy and I would have watched Siffy. it okay <laughs> I would have watched it, it hey, was don't be trashing so Siffy's good well they gotta be something better than Sharknado but anyway I agree this was awesome Dion, I I'm actually gonna order this book from whatever. Well, located. if it's a real book, we don't even know what it is. No, no, now. it is a book. Yeah, it's a, it's a comic book. Is it? A, is it a? I don't know if it's a graphic novel. Or we what. Lo- We'll look into it. Yes, you know, and I'll get it from whatever located at five forty eight Castro Street, located in sunny San Francisco between eighteenth and nineteenth. I totally screwed that up. That's all right. But anyway, all I know is it looked awesome. You can go to. Um, YouTube, Raising Dion, uh, do a Raising Dion. You or can we posted the, it on the Facebook page. It is a fantastic looking um, trailer for a fantastic looking book. It looks amazing. I so want to uh, see it so badly. These people oh, just keep God. putting this stuff out and fooling us. I know. It's just just like, like that Civil War trailer that fooled us all. I don't know. Some people are thinking that that was the, that that Marvel. Uh, some of that stuff was actually real. Really. So I really can't wait to see if if some of that stuff in the in the pseudo fake trailer is actually real or not. Ah. But at at this point though, we have reached our time. Hey, I hope you enjoyed my rant. Um, you know what? I it, I'm happy that you're angry. I'm really upset about it. You know, I'm happy that you're angry because it's 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 honest and it's truthful. Like there was really no reason to do this. Nope. There is no reason, no reason they could tell us. So on that note, hey um, guys, we will definitely be probably reviewing that when it comes out. Yes, thank you so, so much for listening. And we will see you uh We're going to see him. Well, 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 you'll hear us next time. All right, so. that works. Hugs. Hugs, bye. 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 Hugs